0: Welcome back to Never Settle. Today, I have Dr. Forrest Sauer. We have talked individually, specifically, on my own personal health. So details on that coming soon. But today, you don't have to age poorly. You can age really well and keep your health in superb tact. Dr. Forrest Sauer, which we'll go by Forrest. Thank you for being here. Let's delve into this.
1: Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Yes. Let's kick it right off. It's a very common false belief, but it's a very common belief that as you age, you need to lose your health along with it. I mean, quite frankly, you, you probably see it as well, that most people are dragged into their 70s and even 80s. And that is if you simply live like the majority, but that doesn't have to be the case. And I don't believe that's the way that we were designed to even age. I believe that we were designed to maintain our quality of life, maintain our health regardless of our age. And I love that.
0: You- if, I, if I can just um because there's a, I'm excited by this too, because a lot of the the model that I live by is to live well, travel well, and just attack on there, age well. You know, where does where does that stigma come from though? Where we have to, I don't want to say lose ourselves, but you know, age in a you know a non effective way where does that come from
1: well i think it has to do with just simply what the average person experiences and the average american or the average person does simply lose their quality of life in their 50s and 60s and if you think about it it's such a really depressing notion because you you work you save you prepare for those those hallowed or those holy golden years and pretty soon those golden years are filled with doctor's visits. You don't have the energy or the desire to check off those things off your bucket list. And the things that you've traded your life for in your 30s and 40s are now wasted in your 50s, 60s, and 70s. And why that is the common place, I think a lot of it has to do with how we live our life, the diet, really the healthcare system that we're in, what we have been mentally trained, if I can use the term brainwashed to think, as a normal age rate, completely false but this is really the way that we've been conditioned to think
0: the normal age rate that's a great you know term and i agree with you brainwash i'm sitting here this is audio but i'm sitting here nodding my head going mhm we've been brainwashed because if i may say especially in the past couple of years because a lot of the things that you just mentioned with You know, putting a focus on your overall health, your well-being, how you're eating, you know, sleeping, the amount of stress levels. I call them cancers, you know, removing any of the potential cancers within your life, be it your thoughts, your relationships, your lifestyle, your, you know, who you're surrounding yourself with and allowing for the healthier. I feel better now than ever. Um, which I'm really intrigued uh, to see when we get my blood results back and test results to see how else I can also improve upon, which we'll tap into. But where the average, which right there goes, you know, says everything for the Never Settle podcast, where the average American is living, but how they can um, age well and age better. So we all as entrepreneurs have our journeys. There's some Tipping point or turning point, something that sparks a light within us. What was that for you in developing a better way of aging and living in Twin Oaks Health?
1: When I was ten, I found my grandma brain dead on the sidewalk.
0: My goodness.
1: And and and, and you know, Sarah, in, in that moment, all I wanted to do was go up, hold her in my arms, and tell her thank you and that I love you. That was the last time I seen my grandma outside of a casket. Now, I believe that she was taken way too soon. I believe that we're also all here on earth for a reason and have a purpose. And when Grandma Sour was taken too soon, that meant that her life was obviously, she was no longer experiencing life. She was no longer impacting other people's lives and her purpose went unfulfilled. Now. I also realized that experience woke me up to the fact that if I don't start taking responsibility for my own health and use it and recognize that it's just simply up to me and start stacking the deck of cards of life, if you will, in my favor, I have a very high likelihood of experiencing the exact same experience that my grandma did and that my other grandma, because I got cancer, Parkinson's strokes, heart attacks, you name it. That's my family health history. And if I don't start treating my body the way that it deserves, I'm going to end up like them. And I got a family, probably many of our listeners have significant others, got kids, they got families that they want to be there for. And so that's, that's really what drives me. That's the spark that allowed me to start getting into the health and wellness industry. And I know it's not, it's not a unique story. I, I get it. Like a lot of people, have lost people way too soon most people here have what i think is even a bigger tragedy sarah is when people continue to live life and they're just simply surviving they wake up punch the alarm clock go to work punch that clock go home check out and watch tv they're not living they're just simply existing and it's, it's people like that that love to transform lives. It's people who want more, who want to never settle, which is, I love this podcast. They don't want to settle. They they recognize that, of course, there's other people in their, in life that have it worse, but that doesn't mean that we have to be satisfied with how things are. We can work. We can step up. We can have that responsibility and make our lives better for other people. I actually call it a healthy amount of selfishness.
0: I love it. I we all it. need, we all need you to set to aside be.
1: time for ourselves. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You have to be when you can be selfish, then you can be selfless for others around you. Cause then your own cup, you know, it goes back to the cup is full kind of thing. When your your cup is full, you can pour and share with others. The, um, you mentioned about how many people will just go date. It's a hamster wheel pretty much. Yes. And I'll flat out say, it, cause I wrote it in my book on the back of it called living cancer free. It's like so many of us, you know, it's death isn't knocking from just a cancer diagnosis. It happens long before where you're making all these choices that are ill aligned with who you are, that it's to please other people to, you know, look for outside happiness as opposed to the inside. And you're just going about, like we just said, it's like the hamster wheel. So yes, it's the, satisfactory as opposed to I call it death and it's like that's that's the real death because it's not living to what you're sharing. So from that perspective you know what what transformed what you do now having that spark having that drive it's your why it's your purpose from what I'm from what I'm mm-hmm. hearing but what does that um, what choices has that empowered you to make on a day-to-day basis that you also empower, a lot of your, um, I'll say clientele or patients or clientele, people that you work with?
1: Well, from from that standpoint, like that completely shifted my the way that I view health and wellness. Yeah. And I don't want to just simply be the doc who prescribes pills to someone mm-hmm. or medications and send them out the door. I want to empower people. I want to make certain that they have the health knowledge that I have that took me Man, 15 plus years, hundreds of thousands of dollars to figure out for myself. I just want to be the conduit, the shortcut for other people and help educate them. That way, I don't I don't want to see clients for the rest of my life. I don't want to see Sarah for the rest of my life because that means, if you keep seeing me, that means that we're always being sick. And I want you to overcome that and reverse it. And and I believe, I mean, if you believe what I believe, and you believe that the body has the innate power to heal, then ultimately we're a good fit. So let's start changing the habits. Like there's no magic one size fits all approach. I know what works for my body, my health. I know what foods are building my body up. I certainly know what foods tear my body down. We walk everybody through that process. So that way, Sarah, you know, what's going to be beneficial for you day in and day out. I just got doing a lab review. You mentioned labs. I just got done doing two of them with a couple, um, and and we just went through. It's like, hey, here's what's wrong. Here's how we're going to fix it. And they at the end, they they just feel so empowered. And it's like, oh, here's the clarity. Here's what I know.
0: You give them a roadmap as opposed to just saying this is wrong, which if I may, you know, there are a lot of holes in the current medical system. You you touch lightly on this. So I'll just expose a light that's brighter because I I'll say it. It's my podcast. But the mm-hmm. the holes within the traditional um healthcare system that we currently have in the U S what, and you know, you mentioned diet. That's the other thing is it's not taught in, you know, most medical regimes, healthy foods and diets. I know this from talking with other doctors, but also being a cancer patient and seeing that there was zero, zero education. I had to tell my oncologist about green tea She's like, well, as long as it doesn't interfere with your chemotherapy. And I was like, are you kidding me? It's green tea for real. Yeah. So where, what additional, you know, where, where else do you see that opportunity? And I see you nodding. So you agree that there's holes, but you know, what can, what can take a turn? What, what can other doctors do that you did to also have that knowledge? Cause it's not there.
1: It's something that you have to do. You have to step outside of the standard medical approach. That, that, that's, that has to be foundation because it even states it in Medicare. There's a, there's a clause in Medicare that states, care that seeks to prevent disease, promote and enhance the quality of your life is not considered medically necessary and therefore not payable. So in other words, they're going to pay to rip out the tumor or give you heart surgery to save your life or extend it. But they're not going to buy you a pair of glasses to enhance the quality of your life. Yeah. So we have to be the ones that are going to step up and take action.
0: It's heartbreaking. Because uh, let's go
1: in let's go and 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 use a couple of other examples. Okay, when do you use your car insurance? When you get in a
0: car accident, absolutely. Yeah, they're all.
1: Yeah, yeah it's for. I'll keep for my price. mouth shut. I
0: know where we're going with this one, but you're, yes, you're doing good. You're doing
1: good. <laughs> uh, life insurance, you use only use your life insurance when you.
0: Yeah. You kick the bucket.
1: Yeah. You kick the bucket. That's right. When you (laughs) buy the farm. Uh, And why should we try to expect our health insurance to do anything else? And I don't blame nurses. I don't blame doctors. They are stuck inside of that system. The most common profession that I see in my practice is nurses Mm. because they recognize and they see it every day. It's like, my gosh, all of these patients come in and all that they're getting is medications. I don't have patients. I have clients and practice members because the people I see are not sick. They're on their way to wellness. They're on their way to healing. And I want them to be empowered with that. Patience is like, I'm the doctor. You're the patient. I'm going to fix you. That's not how the body works. Medications are only masking things. And within that healthcare system, insurance is only going to pay for labs that you can prescribe drugs for. So you can see how this is a very closed loop system. When you go into the doctor, the doctor is allowed to order only certain labs based off of what insurance deems necessary. And then based off of those results, the doctor can say, okay, you have a choice of these three meds. And I'm going to, I'm going to write you a script for this one. And so that is the healthcare system. And like I said, I'm not blaming nurses or doctors, but let's stop expecting health insurance to fill in for something it was never designed for. Mm. And they've been advertising it as this is the ultimate way to wellness. And it's, it's, it's just false advertising is what I believe it is. So we have to step up and take action. If, if the past several years have done nothing for us, it's showed us that we have a serious healthcare crisis. We spend more than twice the amount of anybody else in the world. And we're the sickest developed country in the nation or in the world.
0: It's um wow we speak such similar language. It's uh when you mention about with the insurances and the I've I've lived it and you know yes. I we actually just recently um we were at the doctor's office and for an X ray that my husband was getting and it's very similar to the same thing. It was like this this loop and then we have to come back and then we talk to a surgeon and then we're gonna talk to another surgeon. We're like you see the confusion here. And we walk out and I was like, they do this on purpose. You know that you're designed to be confused and then feel like you're powerless and that you just have to make a choice. So what they get paid from. Okay. So what would you suggest to my se- anyway, myself, to anyone? What can we as individuals do to one, age well, because I would love to get some takeaway tips for listeners. But then also when it comes to some of the, you know, if, if that's how the system works, how do we work it in our favor? What do you yes. recommend?
1: So the uh, first is to realize that if we stay stuck in that system, it's going to lead like majority of Americans. And so really listening to this, it's your wake up call. You're, you're 70%, 80% ahead of most Americans right now is that at least you know that there is a different approach. Like there's a different, there's, there's possibilities. 20 years ago, nobody had choices. Today we have choices. And we can choose to be a part of the majority or we can choose to be an exception. So taking the alternative medicine approach, like you know it's the basics. it's the takeaway. it's it's everything that everybody knows, but you just simply need to implement sugar, decreasing sugar, increasing water, increasing, the amount of veggies and and fiber that you're getting, but also bad oils, artificial sweeteners. A lot of these things can be sneaky, go through a a real detox. You know, we give recommendations on on detoxes and lifestyle choices based off of labs because, and you probably know this well, there's a lot of confusion these days. We live in the information age. That can be a positive, but it also can lead to a lot of its own challenges where you go on, you you have lots of health books, you have blogs, articles, you have one book saying one thing and another book saying the complete opposite. So look at the health of the person. Are they actually healthy? Are they giving a one size fits all approach? You don't listen to your broke uncle for financial advice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't listen to your medical doctor who's on cholesterol and high blood pressure medication for health advice. Well said. Follow someone that you want to emulate and find that, find that coach, find that mentor. And last thing, find someone who looks at your body holistically. You know, you have a thyroid doctor, you have an endocrinologist, you have a cardiologist, you have gastroenterologist, all of these ologists that focus on one part of the body that's not how your body works. Mm. Your body works holistically. When you were fighting cancer, did you only focus on the cancer or did you look at your whole health? You looked at everything. It takes everything to start healing the body. And so like in in our practice, shameless plug, we use a five pillar approach. So we, we go through testing, we go through detox, nutrition, what foods are building your body up, what foods are tearing your body down, uh, Exercise, making certain that we're aging gracefully, maintaining that independence. Can you get up off uh, on the ground, get back up with with you know quickness and agility? I want you to be independent. Having hormones, balance out your hormones and having a coach and a mentor hold you accountable, show you the steps. That way you don't feel lost. You don't get distracted, but you actually are held accountable to do the things that we ask you to do. So that way you get the results.
0: And part of that all leading to with aging well so that it's, we can, it's okay to hit the marks of, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, beyond, but it's, what is your, you know, biological and your DNA age? Is it still, it's slowing down the typical timeline from, from what I'm hearing that we've been brainwashed, to yes. believe that it's this is this is what it's going to be but it doesn't have to be for that never settle. So as one solid takeaway for everyone listening what would you recommend to age well what would it be?
1: The biggest thing uh I would recommend is be aware of the harmful oils in your food. And for example like seed oils, canola oil, vegetable oil, cotton seed, peanut, soybean oil. All of these are highly, highly processed and they create massive amounts of inflammation in the body. They increase risk of heart attacks, strokes, blood pressure, cancer, diabetes, everything. And it's bringing your body backwards. And the reason why I picked like one thing is kind of a challenge, Sarah, but if I had to pick one thing, (laughs) that's why I would focus on this because it is in 90% of the foods in the grocery store. So true it's so sneaky and if you simply focus on this biggest domino you're going to have to you know with discipline start changing your lifestyle to limit this I, 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 you know, first started really practicing this and I had already had a very healthy life. I'd been living a healthy lifestyle for for 10 plus years and I started pay, t- paying attention and seriously limiting the, these bad oils like two years ago. There was a dramatic improvement in brain function, in energy and quality of sleep and overall inflammation in my body. So highly, highly recommended just because it, it, tips the scale on so many other things. It takes care of so many other things.
0: What's fascinating too is, um, you know, you mentioned about choosing and it's in 90% of foods and even eating out in restaurants. So I can't, my husband, and I can't have oils. Like our stomachs become inflamed. It's, it's just, it's yes. painful with reason being for exactly what you're sharing. And um, it's very, very difficult sometimes to even get someone to understand, you know, well, whether it's, it's any kind of oil, it's just, just take any kind of oil out because you never know what's going to be mixed in. And even if it's like, we don't even do coconut oil or anything, but it's with restaurants, how much can just be thrown in, be it, you know, butter or oils, people just automatically throw it in. So, and then the last question for you, what does it mean to never settle? never settle.
1: That's a great one. Uh, To never settle to me means it it goes along the same timeline or the same thought process as failure. You only fail if you give up. And never settling means that every single day you're you're trying your very best. Does that mean you're always going to be successful? No. But it means that when you lay your head on the pillow at night, you can emotionally and physically and mentally feel joyful that you gave your best effort regardless of the result the result isn't the prize your effort is the prize and that is never
0: settling beautifully said dr Forrest, hour thank you so much for your time and um just sharing the mindset and opening up you know the minds for everyone who's listening To be the exceptional and to be not the majority, but to create a life of choice that's empowered. Um, All the links for Twin Oaks Health are going to be below. And then um, hopefully by then, too, we'll have some of my results from what I've been through and some of my constitution to share in addition to.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: That wraps up another episode of Never Settle. Please subscribe to this podcast. More health, and wealth uncovered in each and every episode.